Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Today we will continue to learn about fruitfulness. This series of teaching really changed my life. Really changed my perspective of how to be a Christian. In John chapter 15 verses 1 to 2, I am the true vine and my father is the wine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Everyone say, takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. Everyone say, prunes. That it may bear more fruit. Do you like the word takes away? I don't think you like the word takes away. No one likes it. But what is the outcome of taking away, of pruning, purging, cleaning up? The outcome is that we will bear more fruit. Today I would like to talk about pruning and purging. It's a good message. I think you like it. Pruning and purging. If we have a convention, we put in the Christian magazine, we're going to have a special convention or seminar called Pruning Seminar. I believe that a lot of people will say, I'm not going to that place. I'm not going to pay money to go to the Pruning Seminar or Purging Seminar. It doesn't sound good to me. But this idea is in the Bible. God was talking about pruning, purging, correcting, Removing some dead stuff. You and me are the branches of the vine. Does he expect every branch to be fruitful or to bear fruit and bear more fruit? I believe he does. He expects all of us to bear fruit. A lot of people have the idea that I have been saved. I'm a born again Christian. I will go to church when I feel like it. I will go to church when I have free time. I don't need to grow. I don't need to do anything. I'm just live a good life, have a nice home, nice TV, have a refrigerator, a nice yard. I spend time on my yard on Sunday. And I'm waiting to go to heaven one day when Jesus come back. I'll rule with him on earth here when he come to rule the earth for 1,000 years. That is the idea of many Christians because they don't understand about John 15 that God expects all of us, to be fruitful on earth here. And if we are not fruitful, he say, he will take us away. This is serious. You can see the seriousness of the heart of God regarding being fruitful. He has invested and invested and invested and put into and put into and put into our life. He has invested so much. How many of you, when you invest money into something, you want to see the products or the benefits, or the fruit out of that investment. God invested so much. He bought all of us with a high price. That price is the blood of Jesus. His own son, the only son, was crucified on the cross, suffered so many persecutions. He shed his blood. He suffered so much to redeem us from the hand of the devil and to redeem us from sin so that we can have salvation and new life. He invested into our life by giving us the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. He gave us the Word of God. He put us in the good church with the good leadership. He gave us good food every Sunday. He gave us good steak, 
spiritual stake to hear, to listen, and to learn every Sunday. He has invested. He has provided for us. When I came to the U.S., he provided for me to have a job in the U.S. He provided for us. He has uh, protected us. He has done so many good things. He has given me good godly wife, godly children, good friends in the church, good friend in Japan. These all good things that happen to me and to you are the grace of God, and He has invested so much already. I believe that He expects me and you and everyone to be fruitful and to bear fruit for Him, to be productive for Him. Not just bear fruit, but will bear more fruit every single year. I believe that it's the heart of God to see that every believer takes serious about bearing fruit. About seeing so safe, building the kingdom of God. I'm not talking about apples and pears and oranges. I'm talking about spiritual fruit that will last for eternity. Amen. I'm glad that a lot of us here volunteer to serve in different ministry. I give you example. One brother here volunteer to translate our sermon into Mandarin, and that. Will produce fruit because when this teaching goes to China or Taiwan, many souls gonna be saved. Many people gonna be touched. By the way, I met a pastor, a Burmese pastor in Bangkok this time, and he has the biggest church in Bangkok, about 500 members, all Burmese, and send the teaching out to all over the world to Burmese Christian. And he's told me that right now Burmese are very open to the gospel. He came to the airport and meet me. Pastor Lau, could you please do me a favor? Could we produce Burmese sermon? And I look at his eyes. Now English, Thai, Japanese, Mandarin, Burmese as well. So I need to do another recording and send to Thailand to translate into Burmese and send to Burmese all over the world. He said that the teaching from New Hope is amazing. It works. I preach your message. Actually, he said he just transcribed my preaching. And preach in home church, and people fall under the power everywhere. Demon come out, people get healed. He say, "Wow, this is amazing!" <laughs> Praise God! Are you glad that this little church in the Boondock in Mercer Island, that no one see us, can bless so many people around the world? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Now even Burmese, who used to be the enemy of Thai. I don't know why God used us to reach out to people who used to attack Thailand. <laughs> I think God is so loving and gracious. Amen. Should we desire to produce more fruit? Do we want to be fruitful? Do we want to produce more and more as time goes by? Do we want to make a bigger difference in life? Do we want to produce more things that matter to God and will last for eternity? You know we have only one life to live. If we're gonna do something on earth here, let's do it well and do something that will last for eternity. The fruit that will remain for eternity. Amen. John chapter 15 verses 7 to 8. The Bible say, "If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit." So you will be my disciples. God's disciple will bear fruit. John fifteen sixteen. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, 
not fade away, but remain for eternity. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, He may give you. These two passages of Scripture talking about a few things. Number one, relationship with God. Two, about faith in God. Three, about studying the Word of God, hearing the Word of God, listen to the sermon. Three, pray. And you need to understand that the context of John 15, whether 7 and 8 or verse 16, the context of the whole passage is about fruitfulness. So God wants to tell us that the final outcome of you coming to church, you worship God, you go to Bible study, you go to care group, you pray, you read the Bible, you listen to the teaching in MP3, you get involved in the ministry, everything that you do, and whenever you face something, you pray, God answer. Like this time when I went to Bangkok, I prayed that the flood will not come to the places that we're going to have the meeting. And God answered my prayer that we left the place on time. Every time the flood came after we left. So God answered the prayer. All these things, the faith in God, the relationship with God, going to church, listen to the sermon, go to care group, all of these things, what is the final outcome? So that we will be fruitful. So that our Father in heaven will be glorified. Amen? We not come to churches for socialize, just to hang out with friends, youth friends. Oh, I like you. I, I have seen you since I was born. Some of us grow up in the church, born in the church, born in the Sunday school room. And you get used to somebody in the church for many, many years. And you say, I come to church to meet my friend. Yes, thank God for meeting your friend. But it's not about just meeting your friend. It's about being fruitful. And if you live that kind of lifestyle, God will answer your prayer. Everything you ask God, He say, what the Bible say here, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Verse 7. And verse 16 say that whatever, sound like a blank check to me, whatever. Do you like blank check? Varun Lahaprasit, sign on the blank check and give it to you. How many people want a blank check from me? I have to tell you how much I have in my account so you don't write the number beyond the amount of the money in the account. Pastor Dad doesn't like that idea to give you blank check. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or give you a credit card. Okay, you can use whatever you want. That's what happened. Whatever. Blank check. You ask the Father in my name, He may give you. But the condition is we must Live a life that want to be fruitful to glorify Him. Not live a life of selfishness, covetousness. Me, 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 me. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, bless me. I don't care what happened to the church. I don't care what happened to the kingdom of God. I'm going to live for myself, but you need to answer my prayer no matter what. God will answer the prayer of people who live for the kingdom, who really want to be fruitful for the kingdom of God and glorifying His name. My question is, can we be connected to the vine or to the trunk all the time? In order to be fruitful, we need to be connected to the vine or to the trunk all the time. Can you imagine if you break that branch, take away for a few minutes and put it back and put the tape on, scotch tape for a few minutes and you take it out, out somewhere else, put it back and put the scotch tape on for maybe one hour on Sunday. Some people go to church one hour on Sunday. That's a long time already for them. And then Monday to Saturday, go out. Sunday, come back, scotch tape. You think that branch going to die or that branch going to produce fruit? 
ได้ for sure I think you can see that already in your imagination of the branch and the trunk so if we want to be fruitful the Bible say you need to be connected abiding staying connected 24/7 with the Lord it's not just Sunday Christian you need to have that relationship with God all the time you are aware of His presence all the time everyone say all the time You need to stay connected, talking to him, get him involved in everything you do all the time, talking to him, listening to him, yielding to him, obeying him, fearing him, loving him. Get him involved in everything you do all the time. Don't cut him off, because when you stay connected, the life, the grace, the anointing, the power. The strength, the wisdom will keep flowing and flowing from the trunk to the branch, so you will be the supernatural branch that keep producing more and more fruit. We need to stay connected. Amen. Everyone, say one more time. All the time. Can we live like that? Should we be a Christian that live that kind of lifestyle that God and you are connected? You talk to Him. You listen to Him. You ask for His counsel, and you depend and draw the grace, draw the life of God all the time. Amen? Amen. The wisdom, the blessings, the grace, the power already in you, Jesus, His Spirit, and you can draw that in your life. The trunk will send that life to the branch. Amen. We can be mindful of the Lord day and night. Wake up in the morning. We think about the Lord. We can commune with Him all the time. We can be aware of Him all the time. This is not religious. This is about relationship. We don't have to wear special kind of clothes to connect to God. You can be in the pajamas. You can wake up with the hair all over the place. You still connect to God. You don't need to wear a special cloth. Like a religious leader or something to be connected to God, you don't even need to be in the house of God. You can be somewhere in the world and you still stay connected because He is in you. The Spirit of Jesus is in you already. You stay connected with Him. Amen. Look at verses two to three again one more time. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, He prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. The Lord Jesus was talking about bearing more fruit. What is it required to produce more fruit? And the scriptures say, purging, taking it away, pruning, burning away. Purging is important in order to bear fruit. Plants need to be pruned. Rose bushes need to be pruned. Otherwise, they will not produce roses. Dead branches need to be cut and thrown away. According to the Holy Bible, you and I need to be pruned. No exception. Everybody need to be pruned. I need to be pruned. You need to be pruned. Something in your life need to be purged away. Therefore, pruning is not bad. Pruning is good. Let me ask you questions. Do you want a bunch of dead stuff staying in your life? Do you want dead stuff? Removed or stayed. We want all the bad stuff to be removed. If we allow all the dead stuff to stay, the dead stuff will definitely impact something on us in a negative way. And if we don't 
keep purging and pruning on a regular basis, we're gonna have a lot of dead stuff in us. That's why we go to church every Sunday. That's why we go to care group. That's why we get touched by the fire, get lay hand on, so that we can remove the dead stuff. While I was in the prayer meeting in Thailand this time, God showed me something. He said to me like this: Human beings are very concerned about their physical well-being. I give you example. We try to eat good food on a regular basis. Is that right? We want to eat enough food. How many people are so careful about vitamin? You have vitamin bottles everywhere in your home. How many people eat Q10? Me too, because I heard that Q10 help your cell. How many people take a shower every single day? Raise your hand up. If you don't raise hand, I'm not going to be close to you. How many people take a shower every single day? How many people two times a day? How many people wash your hair every single day? Me too. I wash my hair every single day. How many people brush your teeth every day a few times a day? I hope you do. How many people use dental floss every single day? Praise God. Thank God. Okay. Why do we do all these things? You know, in the hospital nowadays, we have the rule as a doctor and nurses that before you walk from one room to another room, just one room to another room. You need to squeeze a box, come out with antiseptic, and walk in. When you walk out of the room again, every time you change from one room to one room, otherwise they report you that you are not careful about infection. Why we put antiseptic gel on the hand because we want to get rid of bacteria, no infection. Two weeks ago, I gonna perform surgery on somebody neck, put the hardware titanium plate on somebody neck. I put that tray with the titanium plate on the table, and the table was wet, so the water leaking. And the nurses say that no, we cannot do this. We have to re-sterilize. They put all the tray into the oven, high pressure, high temperature for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, to kill all the germ in that tray. Why they put this tray in the heat and high pressure? Because we know that we need to get rid of dead. Stuff, bad stuff to protect our own physical health. The same thing with your spiritual life. God wants to get rid of all the bad, dead stuff from you. That's the reason why I say I want to build the spiritual church because we don't want just to focus on the physical. We want to focus on the spirit as well. Why do we listen to the MP3 reading the Bible? Because the Book of Proverbs say the Word of God is the medicine to our life. We take Q10 vitamin. We take antibiotic, Cleflex, Ciprofloxacin to kill the germs in our body. We take the medicine of the Word of God to kill the germs, to kill the bad stuff. Why do we need the file of God? Lay hand and get the file of God into your life, because the file of God will burn the virus and the bacteria, the dead stuff, demon, wrong thinking, wrong teaching, wrong attitude. Curses in your life, get rid of them so that your spiritual life will be cleaner and will be stronger. And the result is that you can reach to the higher potential to be more fruitful because all the dead stuff will block you, will hinder you, will restrict you. Why do we want to be healthy? Because we know that when we get sick, we cannot go to work, we cannot be productive. Why do we try to fight with all this physical illness? Surgery, medicine, vitamin, Q10. Because we know that if we get sick and we get weak, we cannot be productive to make money 
or to have a good life, to enjoy marriage, to be able to help our kids and our grandkids. We need to stay healthy all the time. Is that correct? The same thing with our spiritual life. We need to be healthy. That's why Jesus said that you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. So the Lord Jesus said that I cleaned you with my word. My word is like a medicine. My word is a spiritual food. It's like a vitamin. It's like a Q10 that come in your life and help you to be strong. Get rid of certain bad stuff and make you stronger. In Matthew chapter 3, verses 11 to 12. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Everyone say and. So two things here. Baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. His renowning fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor. Threshing floor is the church. And gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff. The chaff is the dead stuff, the dead branches, the wrong things in your life. He wants the fire of God to come in and burn the bad stuff with unquenchable fire. This is not the hell fire. This is the fire of the Holy Spirit. God wants his fire to touch the church, to burn all the bad stuff out of you. It may be demons. It may be doubt. It may be wrong attitude, wrong motive, laziness, pride, unforgiveness, bitterness, anything that holds you back. Maybe even wrong thinking, wrong mindset, wrong teaching, wrong doctrine. God wants to burn all of this out from His people. The Word of God comes in to change your thinking, clean you up, heal your mind. Then the Holy Spirit comes in, the fire comes in to burn the junk with His power. That's why if we want to build a healthy, strong church, we need both strong teaching and strong fire of God. We need both the good teaching and the fire of the Holy Spirit so that the dead stuff will be gone. How many people want to carry the dead stuff all the days of your life? I hope not. How many people want God to purge them away? Raise your hand up. How many people want to reach to the maximum potential of your life? We all have potential. But the reason our potential cannot be fully working for us to be productive and fruitful because we have a lot of dead stuff in our life. We should desire the pruning process of God. The Bible says the word of the Lord is profitable for instruction and for correction. When you hear the word of God, it will come to you to instruct you the right thing and also to correct you if you have wrong attitude or wrong behavior. It's good for you. And the fire of the Holy Spirit will come into the church and burn all the junk out of you, all the dead stuff out of you. Quicker. Amen. We need both. The Word of God will come in to enlighten your mind, to see what you should not keep and what you should keep, what you should get rid of and what you should stay on the course. The Word of God will enlighten your mind. I want to encourage you to be in the Word on a daily basis. Read the Bible every single day. Listen to the teaching every day. How many people want to eat one meal a week? Raise your hand up. How many people eat at least two meals a day? How about people say, I want to eat three meals a day? Raise your hand up. Okay. And why don't we do that with the Word of God? Why we just come to church on Sunday and get 40 minutes teaching 
and it's over for the whole week. And that's why Christians are weak because they don't get the word of God into their life to heal them and to clean them up, and they will not be strong and they cannot be fruitful. Ecclesiastes chapter eight verse four say, "Where the word of a king is, there is power." And who may say to him, "What are you doing?" The Bible says that when the word of the king come out, there is power. Who is the king of our kings? The Lord Jesus. So when the Lord speaks to us with His word, it will not just be an information in your brain to decorate your brain. The word of God has power. It has power to transform you. It has power to change you. It has power to get rid or to purge or to prune dead stuff out of your life. God speak, and when we say Amen and we obey, the power will come to help us. You remember one time the word come to Peter. This is not local, but is the word for only Peter. God spoke to Peter, "Come out and walk on the water." And Peter say, "Yes, Lord." And when he stepped into the water, the power came, and he walked on the water. The same thing in our life when we heard the word and we say, "Yes, Lord." And we obey it, and we do it. The power will come in, pick us up, and we will be able to do it because of the power. Amen. Everyone says power. The word of God is not just an information. The word of God has power from the mouth of the King. He has the power to help us. He has the grace to help us to do what He says. But we need to agree and obey. Amen. Every time He tell you to do something. He will give you the power to obey what He says. That power enables you to become more fruitful, to become the branches that you can produce more fruit. There is a power in it. The connection God gives you the power to do it. He will give you the strength, the grace, the anointing, and power to get the job done. As long as you obey Him, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You should wake up every day and say to the Lord, "Clean me up, clean me up, Lord. Prune me, purge me with Your Word, touch me with the fire of God to change my life." We can receive the Word of God any time, any day. I thank God for the technology today, not like in the old day. Today we have MP3, we have website, we have podcasts, we have MP3 machine, iPod, iPhone. You can get the Word of God anywhere, no excuses. Even in the airplane, I saw a lot of young people when they got in the airplane, they put something in their ear, and they just shake like this. They listen to the song, and I was looking at all these young people. Wow, it would be nice if you listen to the sermon, not the song. It will make you stronger. Don't waste your time with this. Some people in the car they're driving with the song in the car, but from Pastor Lau, when I am in my car, I listen to the sermon. Amen, 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 amen. I never waste my time in the car at all. I listen to a teaching in the car all the time because I feed myself any time, any day, because I want to change. I want God to get rid of the dead stuff from my life. Amen. And sometimes God will get rid of this dead stuff little by little, small things at a time, every day, day in and day out, week in and week out. You listen to the word. You get touched by the fire. Get lay hand on God, touch you. God, get rid of small things little by little. He trim a little here and a little there. He trim little by little here and there, here and there, and your life is being changed from glory to glory. 
and your potential get bigger and bigger, and you become more productive to produce eternal fruit that the Lord designed. Amen. One time, Jesus saw a fig tree with leaf, but it did not have any figs or fruit. And look at what the Bible say about how the Lord looked at the fig tree without fruit. In Mark chapter 11, verses 12 to 14, says, "Now the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs." In response, Jesus said to it, "Let no one eat fruit from you ever again." And his disciple heard it. In verses 20 to 21, now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, "Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you curse has withered away." Jesus expects fruit from that fig tree. You can have the insight here how God takes serious about producing fruit. Please, brother and sister, don't be just a church goer. Don't be just a pew warmer and complainer. Come to church and complain and warm the seat and look for people to bless me, bless me, bless me. You go to church and get involved, produce fruit, do something, encourage somebody, smile to somebody, shake somebody's hand, volunteer to do something. Amen. Produce some fruit. If you're faithful in using your talent and gift to produce fruit, He will give you more. Amen. Even somebody pick up my son to go to youth group. That is producing fruit. Thank you very much for picking up my son every Friday. You are doing something for the Lord. Amen. Bear more fruit. Hallelujah. The problem is that some of us never get pruned and purged for a long time, and we have a lot of old, dead, big junk on the inside of us. I remember when I moved into a house many years ago in Kirkland. I have to hire a gardener to come in to have a big clean up. We have to pay five hundred dollars or something to clean up the whole yard, the, all the bushes and all the lawns. And after that, we ask this gardener to come and do the work for the bush and yard every single week, because we know that if we leave it for six months, the yard and the bush will be clogged up with dead stuff again. The cleaning up, the purging, the pruning process have to be done on a regular basis to keep your life wealthy. Healthy, strong, fruitful all the time. Amen. Going to church once a year is not going to work because you're going to have an old junk, dead stuff come up again soon. And then instead of having a little equipment to get it out, he need to use a chainsaw, and it's painful. Some of us today need a chainsaw because you have not been cleaned up for a long time. You need a chainsaw to cut out all the dead stuff. I hope you don't want a chainsaw. You want just a little, little clean up, trimming here at a time, so you keep growing. Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone say, "Clean me here and there, all the time, every day, until I become like Jesus." And if you become more like Jesus, you will become more fruitful. I believe Jesus is the most fruitful person in the whole world. And we want to become like Jesus, Amen. God sent difficulties, sent His word, sent His fire to purge and clean all of us up. 
How many people in this room say, "Lord, I really take serious now of being fruitful"? Raise your hand up. How many people says, "Lord, I want to be more fruitful than before"? Raise your hand up. How many people says, "Lord, I will stay connected all the time with you"? Raise your hand up. How many people say, "Lord, I have some dead stuff in me. Clean me up with your word and with your fire." Raise your hand up. How many people promise God that you're gonna receive the word of God on a daily basis, not only Sunday? Raise your hand up. How many people say that I'm not gonna reject the file of God anymore? I will let the file of God burn me. Raise your hand up. Amen. I'm excited to see this because one day when we all go to heaven, we're gonna look at each other's eyes and smile and say, "Thank God for this teaching series called fruitfulness." Because I'm not coming up to heaven empty-handed. But I come up with big reward. I was fruitful on earth for many years until I died. Thank God for that series of teaching, fruitfulness. Help me a lot to be fruitful. Amen. I want to be fruitful. You want to be fruitful. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this teaching regarding pruning, purging, changing. Lord, we are your branch. You are the white dresser. And Jesus is our vine and trunk. We want to stay connected. We want the dead stuff to be removed, to be pruned out of our life. Oh Lord, we surrender like a living sacrifice on the altar, that you can send your fire to come down and burn all the junk, all the chaff, all the wrong dead stuff out of our life, Lord. Oh Lord, we honor your word. We want to receive your word every single day. Your word is. Our medicine, our health. Your word is our spiritual fruit, our spiritual food. Your word is like our vitamin and enzyme. It's a special living water that we can drink, we can receive, so that we will be healthy, not only spiritually, but physically and mentally. Father, we thank you, Father, for your word today. Help us, work through us, so that we can be fruitful. And we can glorify the Father and become your true disciples. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to ask anyone in this room. I'm not sure that you are a born again Christian. You are not sure that you will go to heaven. You cannot say with your own mouth, 100% yet, that Jesus is your God and your sins are forgiven. I want to encourage you to do that today. If you want. Jesus to be your God, your sins to be forgiven, and you have salvation. Very simple. Make a decision in your heart. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Repent of your sin. Amen. How many people want to go to heaven? Raise your hand up. How many people want to be a child of God? Raise your hand up. If you never pray this prayer, why don't you follow my prayer right now? Father in heaven. I want to be your child. I repent of my sin and give my life to you, Jesus. You are my Lord and my Savior. You paid the penalty of sin for me. I receive your forgiveness, Lord Jesus. Come into my life right now to be my God. To be my savior, 
from today on I will stay connected with you your word will abide in me and I abide in you and whatever I pray you will answer and I shall be fruitful for eternity for the kingdom of God make me strong Lord clean me up every day by your word and by your fire thank you Lord in Jesus name I pray Amen thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I live. To you, this new praise song.